Hey, this is Kyle Papineau. I'm the pastor of Legacy Church in Orange County, and this is our podcast. Thank you for joining us today. I hope this message encourages you and it helps you experience what God is doing in your life. Enjoy the message. Let me share with you for a few minutes about the miracle of the birth of Jesus. It was a miracle, and as beautiful as it was, there were some messy parts of this story as well. The reason I say that is because oftentimes we read the Christmas story like it's this perfect storybook ending with no plot twists, and we end up with a sanitized version of an otherwise very unpleasant birth experience. We end up taking our interpretation of the story and thinking, how does this perfect story apply to me? When really, the Christmas story should bring us all hope, because in the middle of a messy story, Jesus is the hope of the world. He's the Prince of Peace. There is hope in the middle of this mess. From the beginning of this story to way past where we stop reading for Christmas, this is a story of inconveniences. They had to go to Bethlehem for the census. Mary had to ride a donkey for over 90 miles, nine months pregnant, through the desert. They had to pre-plan for a birth because they knew the time would come while they were there for the baby to be born. Joseph apparently lost the Airbnb reservations. They settled not for a Motel 6, but for a cave where animals were fed. There was no crib. There was no bed. So rather than placing the baby on a cold stone floor, Mary put Jesus in a trough. Even after the story ends with the shepherds returning home, Joseph gets woken up in a dream and told by an angel to flee to Egypt so Jesus doesn't get killed. I mean, this trip was a mess. The thing that jumped out at me this year as I've been studying this story was the multiple mentions of swaddling cloths. Mary wrapped him in these cloths. The angels told the shepherds that these would be the sign that this is the Messiah. It was also a sign that Mary was an attentive mother. The forethought that went into making sure that she had everything to wrap the baby and care for him is proof that God chose a loving parent to care for his son. These cloths that were mentioned were a traditional Hebrew way of wrapping a newborn. Oftentimes, these cloths were actually used in the marriage ceremony to tie the hands of the bride and groom together, signifying the covenant to each other. They would keep these cloths and use them in the birth of their children to signal that they too were covered by the covenant love. There is even evidence of expectant mothers taking the cloths and sewing into them the family seal to show belonging, even as an infant. So then she takes these cloths and lays him in a trough. I mean, maybe Joseph cleaned it out, but aside from wiping it with some hay or some spare rags, I don't assume he was able to get rid of the messy food, or worse, out of it. This is the state of the cave when Jesus is revealed to the world as a son of God. My worry is that we read this story and think to ourselves that we must clean up our act or get our life together or have everything just right for Jesus to act on our behalf, for God to move in our lives. The truth is, Jesus has been handling messes like you and me for a long time, and the way that he came to earth is proof of that. Jesus didn't wait to come until the conditions were right. He didn't even come when it was a good time. 
He chose the inopportune time. And things were going crazy. That's his sweet spot. He meets us all in the middle of our mess. And sometimes he cleans the mess. Sometimes he redeems it. Sometimes he removes us from it entirely. But hear me, he never waits for the mess to be gone. From the first breath he took as a human, he has been meeting us in our mess. Emmanuel doesn't mean God with us after we get our stuff together. It means God with us here and now. There are a million little messes that we live through all the time. And sometimes we see them and other times he goes before us and cleans up the mess before we get to it. That's called sanctification. It's called grace. But this year, as we focus on the miracle of Jesus' birth, let's not forget the million little miracles that get overlooked so easy. It's a miracle that Mary had the patience to ride the donkey while she was that pregnant. It's a miracle there was a trough for Jesus to be laid in instead of being placed on the ground. It's a miracle you're already free because he came that way. It's a miracle you're here today because of his life and death. You yourself are a hand-knit miracle. There's another overlooked meaning of the cloths, though. It was a foreshadowing of the cloths that would be wrapped around Jesus in the tomb just 33 years later as he died for your mess and my mess. He wasn't just born for it. He died for it. The cloths that they used to bury him, I'm sure, reminded Mary of the night they spent in the cave, just staring at their little miracle. Now, as she stands at the tomb of the miracle that she gave birth to, she remembers what the shepherds said that they had heard from the angels. The Messiah is born, and this will be a sign to you. You will find him wrapped snugly in cloths, laying in a manger. And here, it's her turn to find her son, the Messiah, wrapped snugly in cloths, lying in a cave. We have the benefit of reading this entire story and, and looking back on all of the little messy miracles that Mary might have missed. She lived this so she couldn't see the outcome. We can't. But we can't see all of the messy miracles Jesus is working on for us in our everyday lives now. Don't miss the miracle of Christmas. Jesus came at an inconvenient time to make a way for you to get to the Father. Your mess isn't an obstacle. It's an invitation. Let this be the moment you let him turn your mess into a miracle. If you want to do that, all you have to do is say this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, please come into my life. Forgive me of my sin the things that you call wrong. Help me to live for you. Make me like you. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you can turn my mess into a miracle. Amen. If you just said that prayer for the first time, I want to welcome you to the family of God. There really is no better moment to give your life to him than this one right now. We are so proud of you. And if you'd like more information about this decision, would you contact us, put it in the chat, or send us a DM. We want to get in touch with you. We want to make sure that you get a Bible, and we want to walk with you through this journey that you've just started. 
Hey, I want to invite you to be a part of something that we are going to be doing in January. From January 2nd to January 23rd, we are going to be doing a 21-day fast. Now, I know that that word scares a lot of people. It's not a huge deal, but what we are going to be doing is taking one day a week and giving up food so that we can hear the voice of God. Now, when I was younger, I used to think that fasting meant I was giving up food so God could hear me. But really, fasting is giving up food so I can hear from him. And we are asking God to do some crazy things in and through our church in this coming year. And I'd love it if you'd partner with us. We're going to be doing an entire sermon series through January about prayer and fasting. And and we want to see what God will do through this experience in our church. And one last thing is if you gave to the expansion offering, I want to say thank you so much. Thank you for partnering with Legacy to see what God is going to do in 2022. Now, I do want to let you know that you can give up until December 31st for credit for this tax year. After that, everything will go to the following year. But we are so grateful that so many of you have partnered with us to experience what God will do through Legacy. For all of you watching Thank you for spending a few moments with us to celebrate today. We're honored that you would watch with us. I know we say this a lot. Maybe you've heard it, maybe you haven't. But we love you and we are praying for you. Merry Christmas. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Leave a comment and rate this podcast. But make sure to give us five stars. In the description, you can find the website, the socials, and all that good stuff. Special thanks to those who give generously. It's because of you that this ministry is possible. If you'd like to partner with us, you can click the link in the description below. Join us live on Sundays, either in person or on YouTube or Facebook, and we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening.